folks. Hi. It's me, Travis. And it's me, John. And we're here <laughs> on a podcast called Mean Girls Interrupted. Interrupted. John, what what do we do here? Uh, we we review movies. We do. We were mute. We uh, remew. Remew boobies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, I got a little excited. I like it better. So uh, we yeah. review movies here. Uh, yes. We're, we're literally, it's our opinions. Uh, they are just our opinions on movies. You might like it. You might not. And right. um, that is, you are, it's so cool for you to do that. Because that's your opinion. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you want to want to give us your opinion, you can email us at uh, meangirlsinterrupted at gmail dot com, or go to meangirlsinterrupt. Wait, nope. Did I say that right? <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 No, you actually did. You can. You can go to meangirlsinterrupted dot com, which is our website. You yes. can find our contact info um, in there, and you can email us because we actually want to hear from you. We do. Um, this this month uh, of October, we have been doing two horror movies a mm-hmm. week for you. Ha- yes, specifically for you. And On- this is Halloween. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween, all of you who celebrate. I know yes. that we kind of go overboard in the States, but we love it. We like Get it. Get into it. We like it. But also I was watching Great British Baking Show and they have a Halloween week. Which is so weird because I honestly I thought it was John, just like a weird American thing. John, I don't want to gatekeep Halloween, but I don't think people understand. Like we truly I have so much respect for this holiday. And I think people think we're weird for it. But like, get into it, you whores. Yeah. Well, apparently, like uh, Great Britain has adopted it. I'm sure like Good. other places have adopted it too. get into it. There's nothing wrong with Halloween. Be someone different. Be the monster that everyone knows you are. Yeah. Get ooky. Get spooky. Have your kids run around the neighborhood without adult supervision. Uh, yeah. With, yeah. With people truly terrorizing you at nighttime. Yes. Can I ask you, Travis, did your parents accompany you on trick-or-treating? Absolutely not. I'm, John, I'm not kidding. I think my parents wanted me to be abducted. They're like, maybe tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. It's Halloween. Every year's another year. <laughs> yeah. No, they let us roam free. No joke. They yeah, said, do too. your thing. I think there was like a couple because like, I think my parents like quasi just wanted to be around for the trick or treating thing because as an adult, I still like I'm like, should I go trick or treating? John, I hand out candy and I love it. Do you have a lot of children in your neighborhood? Not really, because this is a very old John. It's a grandchildren. There's there's grandchildren and there are a lot of estate sales. Interesting. Just to let you know, like what the demographic is here. People dying dying a lot, (laughs) (laughs) which is great for Halloween and for quiet. The yes. neighborhoods are so quiet because literally half the people they here are dead and they haven't been discovered have the yet. Lung capacity. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. So happy no. Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. I we truly hope you've graduated to the pillowcase. Yes. Dump yes. the pumpkin and get your pillowcase ready and go you to the rich neighborhood. So much more. And you have to target those people with full-size candy bars. Honestly. And when you're done with candy, when your teeth have rotted out of your head. Throw yeah. bricks in that bag and just go ham. <laughs> <laughs> just do it already. And speaking of murder, we're going to we have an ooky, spooky, terrifying, uh, delirium filled, disturbing, uh, demented movie for you tonight. It is called Pearl. This trilogy. I can't wait for Maxine, John. I actually was yes. Googling it today. The third installment, I it's going to be a Coke-fueled insanity. When I say this, and I have to say this up top because I will forget because yeah. I have been downing these faster than I should. Guys, and I'm by drinking. these, what do you mean? Hello, I'm what having alcoholic beverages. These drinks that are next to me, I have to shut up, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed. I'm an adult. Yeah, so. it's fine. You know what? You do you. I did hear about just going back to Halloween quickly. Um, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember what it was, unfortunately, because they don't advertise with us. Um, it was um, it was, they were talking about Halloween and how they uh, give out full size candy bars to the children. Ooh. And they also have uh, tequila shots for the adults. I am here for it. That's what you need to do. And you and your redacted 
will be the the talk of the town. Honestly, full size candy bars. John, that's a great idea. I can afford tequila them candy shots bars for the adults. You know those little those little kids can. Hi, your little hey. kids can. I love them. They're so we great. love children, especially if you sponsor us. Yeah, I, I have to say this before I forget. For real, this is what yeah. I want to say up top. Um, hi. Uh, if you <laughs> if you're the Oscars, if you're here and you're part of the Academy Awards, oh yeah, it's time for you to start recognizing horror movies more specifically. Look, Mia Goth. Yeah. If you guys don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? Uh, yes. Yeah. This performance was unreal. Unreal. Um, I was thinking about it all last night after I watched it. Me, John. And I was just like, I was. Perfection. Mia Goth and Pearl. Is. Is amazing. I. I can't think of it. I literally cannot think of watching a movie that was like this. So disturbing and being so impressed by the person playing the character. Yeah. Yeah. She went, she went like a thousand percent hard on this character. Girl, it's good. She's, but it's not only if we could just like talk about the performance since we're on that subject, if you've seen Pearl, awesome you know what we're talking about if you haven't seen pearl it's on vod watch it if you haven't uh, watched x yeah so watch x first and then pearl and then maxine whenever it comes out hopefully sometime soon because i can't wait God, hurry but, up but yeah mia goth she she she's doing the style perfectly like this is a stylized movie if that's a genre film. So she's hitting all of those different tonal style changes, all while making her character very compelling and consistent throughout. Like there's there's comedy and there's tragedy going on and there's horror and there's gore and there's suspense. And she is in every single one of the shots. John, this movie every is step ab- of the way. Yeah, this movie is absolutely deranged. It is deranged. And it is. That is what you text me. I fully was not expecting to, for you to be like a nail on the head. I was like, how deranged? A very deranged. <laughs> it's deranged. And but, it is delicious. Yeah, but Mia Goss performance is definitely, and, I agree, an Oscar worthy performance. I know mean, there's like an article or two out there about it, but I don't think that it's I don't think she's going to get nominated because of the genre. But. I mean, come on, come, dude, literally, that's what we have to talk. The performance. She has a nine minute monologue at the end. I can I tell you today at work, I was talking to my coworker. I said her monologue was absolutely jarring. And I believed every word. Me too. And they're like, okay, so it's not a slow talking monologue. It's she is she is diatribing. So there oh. are there's a lot of words. It's there's not a like lot the, to process. How did she fucking remember all of this? There are no long pauses. They're not milking it out, stringing it along for nine minutes. It's nine minutes of like pure emotional fallout because this character has never told her truth to another living person ever. and you don't see that living person while she's doing this and you can know off screen this bitch is freaking out yeah and so whenever they cut to this person like it's she her reaction is basically echoing the audiences like oh but, my God. but so it's a it's a nine minute monologue that doesn't so stop but it good. also is one single shot and that doesn't move or break away it's just her sitting at a table you want to know what's so amazing about that, though? It doesn't feel like nine minutes. And her telling the story painted this picture that you've a already seen. But B, yeah, it just it adds more depth. And she is she is like a devastated human. And she broken. Has done, she's broken. And also it's that she really makes you feel for her in that moment. And then she turns around and does something completely monstrous. Fucking John. So we have to get into it. It's actually crazy. Right. It's like it's so hard to have like 
if you haven't seen X, Pearl is the killer in X, and we're gonna spoil the hell out of this for you. So and Mia Goth plays Maxine and Pearl, which, who are in X. She is yeah. a dual character. Which, by the way, the fact yeah. that both of these movies came out in 2022 is Wild. unreal to me. Out of control. But like, but this is Pearl as a younger version of herself. Um, Brilliant. She, yeah, it's set in like 1918 during like the, I believe it's the Spanish flu that they're talking about. Yes, they are. They're talking about the Spanish flu. So for all of you, and if you, if you're someone, I just have to say this quietly, just, yeah. you know, so your family doesn't hear you, not your family, John, but your family. If you're somebody, <laughs> who d- if you're somebody out there who didn't wear a mask and you don't like um, vaccinating, A, um, uh, buck off. And then B, <laughs> The Spanish flu, people literally wore masks. And guess what? All of these people were smarter than you. Yeah, that's true. So if you listen to me and you're like, wow, that's so offensive. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. See you. See you next election cycle. Why don't you go and read a history on Spanish flu? So this is happening and this isn't political. So don't make it political. This is a literal part of history that happened. And all of these people were willing. Yeah. And I think it was um, I think it's like an interesting I thought it was an interesting choice to incorporate the pandemic whenever they were clearly filming this movie during like a really upsurge in the coronavirus and an absolute pandemic that happened at the time. Yeah, so it's very interesting. Also, it it does tie into those really smart in those real world parallels to now. um, The the themes also parallel to now because Pearl is obsessed with becoming famous. She is a star, baby. Yeah, and it's like the silent films are evolving into talkies. And so picture houses are going on in every town. And she has so much, but she is a farm girl. And okay, can we talk about the the tone of this movie up top, which is like Technicolor, John, Dorothy in the, in, the, in the Wizard of Oz? We are getting get into this. Okay, can you we get into absolutely, it? Absolutely. Okay, no, no, no. We'll get into it when we get into it, you guys. There are nods to the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Both when the character is the innocent or. Uh, in quotes, Wicked Witch of the West reference. Dorothy, did you get that? And then when she becomes, yeah, what's her face? Um, oh my God, why can't I remember her name? She becomes Wicked 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 Witch of the West. Basically. Yes, when she's riding her bike, you see yeah. these two differences. Her John, dresses are different because so they are good. her mother's dresses. Oh, uh, and she's wearing that top hat that is very reminiscent, yeah, of the Wicked Witch of the West in reality. Oh, John, right. it's so good. Yeah. Go so back is, and watch it when she's what she's yeah. literally wearing the same outfit as yeah, home. And Ty West, the director, like definitely references that in interviews. He's like, this is like we wanted to do a horror movie just set in like this time of movies and cinema and uh, and sort of have like this Technicolor uh, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz kind of period pearl horror. So that's the concept. And they good. definitely bring that across every uh, yeah, step of the way. I, I also found that some parts were oversaturated, which I was here for because it, right. it, it's it the elevated it. Yeah, it elevated it. Because whenever you watch those Technicolor movies of like back in the day, they are oversaturated in parts. Like the reds are really red. Everything's the very greens vibrant. Are green. Yes. Yeah. And so it also gives it a state of um, it also for me, I was like, that's a really great choice because not only is it like stylistically like referencing the time period, and, but yeah. it puts me into like the sort of mental sort of headspace of Pearl, who has this very dreamy, unrealistic view on reality because she's like she is she's in the barn with all of the with all of the barn animals. Oh, and I she love is, them. I love those yeah, animals. She goes They're so in, cute. And she's like, she's like, hello, cows. Hello, chickens. And she kisses the cow on the on the lips like she's like this darling, innocent person. And she's just like dancing around. She wants to be a dancer. And this is her audience. And her barn animals are her best audience. And she gets up on the haystack and it's very like Dorothy. And I'm like, this is her headspace. She in her mind, she is living this technicolor dream. delusions of grandeur dude yeah and so like it gives it a very like menacing surreal quality so like the best part i love that you said that because the john the opening of this movie really sets the tone doesn't absolutely sets the tone of this movie even (laughs) more so about it i'm gonna tell you 
John just said the beginning of the movie, which is Pearl goes into her barn. She's like, hey, fam, what up? She tells all the cows and chickens and goats. You guys are my favorite audience. She does a little performance. She gets on this little bells of haze and she poses as if there's an audience watching. Next thing you know, she turns around. Innocent Mr. Goose. It's so funny. The quote goes, uh, what is it? She said, hey, Mr. Goose, what are you doing in here? So what are you doing in here, Mr. Goose? She pops down off of them hay bells, grabs a pitchfork and stabs the fuck out of Mr. Goose. I love it whenever she stops everything and she looks down from her tower She's of so hay. She's so mad. And it's like, and the goose is like center focus and is like, it's immediately ominous. And so there's a constant musical score reflective of the movies of the time where like every single emotion that Pearl is feeling is reflected in the score. So like she sees the goose and it's and like she's quack, angry. Quack, quack. She's angry. And like, there's like a hum of like, of like low violins like something bad's gonna happen john what did mr goose do also i'm changing our twitter handle to mr to goose yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like our twitter handle here, is goose? now mr goose yes and, but it's kind of innocent the way she says it too like kind of playful but also a little scary she's yeah. like what are you doing in here mr goose as if he came in and just ruined right. the show she he did and he had it coming because he gets a pitchfork and is fed to the alligator from what's the alligator's name because oh, I, I forgot me too but i love that she calls it she it's her pet alligator that lives in the pond which John, is which makes a very big splash if you will yes an x yes also in this movie but we won't get there yet um twice it makes a splash but the alligator. So here's how the movie starts. She stabs Mr. Goose. Unfortunately, she goes down at the dock, calls the alligator. The alligator comes up and as it is grabbing Mr. Goose off the pitchfork from the dock, he comes out of the water real quick. Uh, it's a freeze frame and Pearl flashes across the screen. So, you know, this movie's about to go off the rails. Yeah. And John, why don't you go from there? Oh, okay. Well, I can't find the alligator's name, but definitely email It doesn't us. matter. It's great. But anyway, so she, it starts off with Pearl. She's just like living her life that she absolutely hates on the farm. She, her husband's uh, way at war. Yes. And he's a, a quite an attractive gentleman. Very From much the so. pictures. And so um, the her father, Pearl's father, is, um, as she says, an, an invalid who's in a wheelchair. He's paralyzed. Uh, that is revealed to be from the flu that's been going around. Yes. Um, and he he can't do anything for himself. He can't move. He can barely breathe. And uh, yeah, so Pearl gives him a bath. And in. After doing so, she pervs out. She's gross. And her mom comes in and knows. Yeah. So she's like talking to her dad because since he can't talk, she's basically telling him all of her dreams of like running away and being in the movies and being a dancer in the movies because he can't tell anything to her like very oppressive mother who's like this German immigrant lady who's like very wary of pearl and right very so. wary of <laughs> pearl and immediately as an audience like you're like yes be wary of pearl she is perving out with her dad she's like she's like taking a bath naked in front of him and she's a grown-ass woman and like she's like very like sultry around him and then the mother comes in and is like pearl what the fuck are you doing basically yeah, and she's like, I didn't want to waste the hot water. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. And so the mom is very suspicious of Pearl and rightfully so. Her. And so uh, Pearl um, needs to go get some uh, a bottle of medicine from town for her dad. So she does. And it is straight up liquid morphine. John, what I wouldn't go for a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. And Pearl, uh, her too. Because she, what she also does, loves a spoonful of sugar. She, it's a little bit more than a spoonful, it's if you a, notice. A John, oh, I know. What would you call like, that? Oh, I would just call that like a, a swig, a glug. Oh, a just, yeah, yeah. Lunch. <laughs> lunch. <laughs> yeah, and basically, so she sneaks over to the picture house 
where she's just like watching one of the movies that they have there and it has dancers and she's living her fantasy and she takes a giant glug of her lunch with which is more John, I loved it. Like she takes a huge drink of it. John, I was like, get it. Work. For <laughs> I was real. Like, I was like, the audacity of that. The nerve, the but also nerve. your dad's not. He, he won't notice. Yeah. And so Pearl, we quickly find, has this perspective of like, she is chaos. She is. Dude, she doesn't she give is, a shit. Right? She is chaos walking. She doesn't care. She does what she wants when she wants, but always in a secret way. Like, yeah, she's not one of those that's like, oh, I'm not going to try that. She's like, I've been trying this forever. And thanks for just finding this out. Like, like this is fun. I've been doing this for years. Right. Like she gives me the, the vibe of like that, that kid in high school who was like dropping acid during during high school. John, hours. I thought the same thing. I was like, we couldn't hang out because I no. would be in trouble. No, because like I like I knew people like that and I was around them while they're doing it and, and they would always offer. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't handle myself. John, like, they were the vodka orange people. Right. Right. And I was like, I, I would be afraid of like being ex- like caught or exposed or whatever. But Pearl yes. is not that kind of girl. <laughs> yeah. No, she don't care. She's like, catch me. What? Um, so anyway, so while the morphine's kicking in after the show, she's looking, she takes one of like the playbill poster things and she's uh, looking at it in the alleyway whenever the projectionist who's gorgeous, fine dude, I don't know who gorgeous. that actor is, but I said, uh, just for fans or only fans. Cause where I'm like, it has to be out there. It's Johnny, gotta be out there. Whoever that is, he is so hot. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but I literally uh, Thurston. Yeah. Yeah. Thurston. Um, So So attractive. He comes through out from this little uh, projectionist booth and he's like, hey, I just came out here for a cigarette. Uh, What's you? And he immediately preys on Mia Goth. And it's pretty obvious. Big mistake. Big mistake. He just ruined your life. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You walked into a spider web, you son of a bitch. Yeah. And so he's kind of just like this guy. He's like, hey, if you ever want to uh, see a, a movie, knock on my door. I'm always here. He does. And, and he's like, she's like, OK, cool. Thanks for the cigarette. And then she rides her right. bicycle all the way back <laughs> home to the farm. But before she gets back home, Travis, would you like to tell us what happens next? I would like to tell you what happens next, but I have <laughs> to jump back two seconds. Ooh, the projectionist cuts one of. Yes. He cuts one of the stills from the film and gives it to Pearl. And she's like, well, aren't you going to show this again? He said, it's one still. Why would anyone notice? So she keeps it in her little pocket and she rides home on her bike. Guess what? That film still flies out of her pocket because she is messy and high on morphine. (laughs) And so it flies out of her pocket. The details are foggy for her. (laughs) Yes. So then she's like, oh, no, I have to find this film still because it means so much to me. Well, guess what? She don't find a film still. She finds a scarecrow. Yeah. She walks through a cornfield. Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. But it's kind of cute. It starts off really cute. You're like, oh, this is a cool moment. She sees the scarecrow. She climbs up. She's like, sir, can I have this dance? And you're um, like, yeah, I'm like, all right. You know, she's a little out of her head. She but misses her husband. Pearl's future in X. That was never a cute moment for me. No, it's not. <laughs> well, it was cute in the sense that if you are unaware of who she is, she's just having a little fun. She's like a young person who married young. Yeah, but you she know, did kill a goose and feed it to an alligator at this point. I mean, nothing, how are you gonna at f- this at this point, nothing she does is going to be cute for me. Listen, listen, that <laughs> goose, that goose had a coming and we didn't get the story of that goose, but I'm expecting <laughs> Ty West. To terrible t- goose. Listen, Mr. Ty West better tell us what Mr. Goose did because he did prequel. something wrong. Yeah. So anyway, um, maybe it was just a goose that like bit her at one point in her he life and she dirty- hated him. Honestly, though, when he walked in, he did give her. You remember, you know, those eye emojis. He was like not impressed, Pearl. No, he wasn't. So outside of that, Pearl is dancing with a scarecrow. And then she sees the face of the projectionist in the scarecrow. Yeah. And John, she 
Dry humps the stuffing <laughs> out of that scarecrow. <laughs> she she fully ejaculates on the scarecrow. John, that was wild. But you want to know what made me LOL, but I thought was so funny is when the birds flew out of the cornfield. Yeah, she scares the birds away. But she <laughs> has a full-blown hay orgasm. Uh, she, the girl has hay fever. Yes. So. I mean, yes. I mean, work, you do you. We don't yuck on anybody's yum here on Mean Girls Interrupted. Do you but know those, how many bugs those were crows in that were hay? like, bye. They said, yeah. we got to go. This is honestly, we're not going to be a part of this. Right. But the to your point about the bugs, the mom has the right idea because she does have the right idea. Obviously, uh, she Pearl takes the top has hat. been around forever, but and she forgets that that top hat is on the, the crow. The, the scarecrow's top hat is on her head and she forgets about it and goes home and her mom's chopping wood. And it's like, it's been a long time. And what are you doing with that scarecrow hat? Like, there's going to be lice and shit, so go wash your hair. And Pearl does in front of her dad once again and while she's naked in the bathtub, and she is weird and creepy. She also, don't forget that she at this point, she's like, are you in there? And she pinches her dad really fucking hard on the yes. arm. Yes, she does. And, and she like, yeah. She starts choking his windpipe. Yeah, like, so she's a murderous person. And the dad is literally, you can see everything in his eyes. He's like, what? He's terrified He's of inside. Her. He is inside that body and he has, he is helpless. Yeah, he's completely and, frightened of Pearl. Because but Pearl he, does make him suck down some morphine first. She said here. Right, but he is privy to the Pearl that nobody knows or that she conceals, even if it's very thinly concealed. John, he, she talks to him truthfully. Can you imagine literally being just a set of ears? And that's very insensitive. But at this point in the movie, all he is is a all he is is a vessel for her to release her inner demons. Right. And like she he can't do anything about it. And, and he has to hear her and be scared with nowhere to run. Right. And so she's basically starting to ramp up the uh, abuse. Crazy. Yeah, and so she's like feigning choking him, but really grabbing that gullet. She like, didn't feign choking him. She truly, I think at one point, was like, I could crush this windpipe. Yeah. And she's like, let's dial it back. Yeah, she's like, not today, because I'm a good girl. And I've, I've got dreams great. to get to. I'm a star, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so the her in-laws, because she is a married woman, Pearl's a married woman, her in-laws, who are obviously very well off, John, they have a car, they, they have, have furs, yes, they and have like, pigs to give away. Right. And so the her sister-in-law comes and joins her while the Mitzi, mom is like. Mitzi, by the way, what a name. Bitsy. No, Mitzi. Mitzi. <laughs> Good old Mitzi. And uh, so she like joins Pearl in the barn and is like basically pity nice to her and is like, we sister-in-law's got to stick together. Do you and, think uh, she's pity nice to her? Because I, I actually, do. you do. You think I she do. looks down on her? Yes, I definitely. Well, I think that she definitely looks down on Pearl, but ha but she's too sort of like wrapped up in her own world uh, to to really look outside of her own privileged experience to identify with Pearl. We but should say. So I'm so sorry. Hold that thought. Yeah. The privy to this. We should say. After Pearl almost chokes her dad out, her mom forces her downstairs, get in her clothes, go yeah. milk the cow. And that is when Mitzi and her mom shows up. Right. So this is when they bring a pig to the a, house. Yes. A, like a, a roasted holiday pig or something like roasted that. Roasted pig. Because they were like, we figured you were alone on the farm. We'd bring you. We would bring you some food. And you can hear the mom across the way saying, we don't take charity. So that gives you a little insight into the mom is. Right. And that could also be um, a situation where the in-law or so let's say in a, in a world here, we're going in backstory that's only alluded to. But like Pearl's husband, who is away at war, uh, I mean, his, Mitzi's his brother. Uh, right. And so but like his family may have at some point really tried to give financial support to Pearl's family, but obviously Pearl's mother has rejected it. Which, dude, take the money. Yeah. 
Take but, the money. Your daughter's married to a rich son and the family wants to help you on a poor farm. Right. And this comes into play where Pearl feels imprisoned in the in the life and home and she is bursting to get out and faults her mother and her ailing dad as like holding her down. Which I want to get back to your point where you were talking. Mitzi comes into the barn. Yeah. And Mitzi is like, by the way, there's a dance competition coming up at the church. Yes, the whole plot comes in. I just want to let you know this because I'm going to go, but my mom would be so pissed. Will you go with me and audition? What I learned was they are going to be taking a person across the states, this dance troupe, to perform. And Pearl's like, this is my chance. To get out. And Mitzi's like, will you go? And Pearl's like, girl, yes. Like, absolutely. absolutely. And she's like, I am getting that part. Oh. She's like, it's hers already. A whole new world has opened up for her and excitement is happening. And while this goes down, Pearl, Pearl's unraveling is also going even faster. We have to, I'm not kidding. And we'll talk about it at the end. John, the way the way this movie unravels this character is Insane. so beautiful. It is. It's, it's like, so beautifully done. It's very well, well done. And but so, okay. like, so what happens next? Like, so there, it's, it's dinner time and the, the same day that uh, Pearl has come back from town. And so the mother calls Pearl out at, at the second time or what? <clears throat> oh, it is the same day. Yes, yeah, it is the same and so, day. Like, so Pearl's mom is just like, um, I noticed 86 cents missing eight cents, eight, eight cents, oh, was missing. It eight cents. Okay. Eight even. cents. Cause at the time, eight <clears throat> cents is like, nobody would think anything, but like eight cents then was a long, a lot true, of money. True. She, was, she was like, eight cents is missing from the money I gave you from the medicine. So what did you do? And so Pearl confesses to, uh, she lies and says that she got a piece of hard candy for the trip home. So, Pearl's mother denies her of a very delicious looking meal that she has spent all day with no help making. And uh, yeah, so Pearl gets up to go to bed. She's like, I didn't excuse you to go to bed, so sit down. And so they, Pearl's mother tries to come to a, an understanding with Pearl to be like, look, no one's going to take care of you in life and you need to sort of get your act together, get your head out of the clouds kind of a conversation and buckle down, do the hard work because no one's going to protect you but yourself, basically. And this is your life and you need to accept that. And there's no two ways around it. And so um, Pearl uh, definitely rejects that. And <laughs> Pearl rejects that. And uh, I don't know what happens next is. It's OK. It's kind of a blur for me what happens next, actually. But what goes down after I'll, I'll help you. OK, it, thank uh, you. She. Uh, gets upset and she goes and sneaks out and pays a visit to the projectionist at nighttime. Yes. And this is when she's, this is when she has changed outfits and she is wearing the top hat. Mm -hmm. And so she, um, actually, I don't think that's quite no. yet, um, no, but no. she, okay. um, oh, well, yeah, I think so too. But anyway, so she, she goes and visits, um, the projectionist and is like, I have a whole new world in front of me now. I'm going to go to an audition tomorrow. And um, and she's like, blah, blah, blah. But I, she just came to basically talk to somebody who she thinks understands her. And the projectionist shows her a movie. Oh, he does. He shows her a movie. And we are late at night. No one's there. And he lives in that projection booth. And he's a bohemian, as he says. So he shows her a movie, which is a French film, and it's full pornography. Just porn. He said, no one's watched this, but we're going to. Yeah. And she's like, is that illegal? And he's like, he's like, not to do that, but to film it, it is. And she's like, ooh, she loves it. She loves, loves the whole stuff. It. She's like, oh, it's illegal. I, I want to do that. I, I do illegal things all the time. <laughs> you should do, uh, that's me. That's me. Hi. <laughs> hi. Illegal. Uh, so she, uh, basically has a night with him and, oh wait, no, she goes home. Doesn't she? She does have a night with him though. She, no. Cause the thing is, is we skipped a part. We skipped a part that ha she does go home. She goes home. You're right. She goes home. Yeah. And, uh, whenever she goes home, she is sort of just like resolved to do this whole thing and go and do this whole well she had snuck out don't forget she sneaks out 
She climbs up her window and she hears her mom crying in the other room. Oh, she right. She opens the door, sees her mom crying. She doesn't know what she's crying about, but doesn't even try to console her. It's like, girl, shut up. I have to go to sleep. <laughs> so goes yeah. back to her room and falls asleep. Yeah. And that's where we come into the next part. The next part where she has like sort of a new lease on life and she is getting her dad ready for some things. And she definitely wheels her dad out. She, she takes him on a little walk and she takes him to the dock that's it, on the pond, which is bad news always. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, so she basically it's, she has this alligator train to come whenever she calls and because she always most definitely has a meat ready for it in the form of whatever that, that alligator knows what's up when it's name it's called it's like i'm getting fed and guess yeah. who's at the edge of the dock pearl and her dad who cannot yeah. walk and can't scream and pearl is talking some nonsense about like i'm gonna Girl's leave this place up nonsense. she's like she's like there's stuff for me out there and blah 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 and she's basically saying like if only i didn't have you guys holding me down and the dad looks terrified even though he can't oh. really make faces <laughs> all you can see is his face all and you yeah. can see is his face yeah and then pearl's mom is like pearl and ruins the moment and well, because the mom knows she's straight up gonna push him in yeah without pearl, saying it she's like pearl's girl what are mom, you doing pearl's mom definitely has a reason to have an eye on her um uh, so yeah uh it's basically dinner time that night it's uh, a rainy night and there is a fight at the dinner table because the mom has found the flyer for the dance audition that she brought from in town and is oh. like you are not going to do this dance audition absolutely not no way no how no 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 and she's like pearl starts to freak out and so she's like the reason why oh, yes travis i see you oh, nodding sorry i have to say this oh and maybe you're getting to it let me no, go okay. go go take it away i was gonna say so before she starts to freak out she tells her mom i get it i get it she was like please if you just let me go to this audition i will never speak of it again if i don't make it i'll never speak of it again and her mom is straight up like you're going to fail. This is never going to happen. And mm -hmm. this is when Pearl starts losing. Uh, yeah. And it's definitely this whole like reality being talked to a person who does not want reality to be talked to them. Nor lives in it. That's like one of that is like the thing with Pearl. She does not. She rejects reality at any given time. She does not like it. She even says it explicitly in dialogue. She's like, I hate reality. She really does. John, she does. Yeah. She wants to just check out and live in her fantasy. And you, could you imagine if she did go to like Hollywood and with that mindset? No, 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 no. Not in Honestly. 1918. Well, she might. It might work. <sighs> I mean, sure. But like there's some dark truths that she will have to face. Well, she um, is a dark truth. Other people will have to face. Very, She's very a nightmare. Yeah, she is the <laughs> darkest of the truths. So uh, things escalate in this fight very quickly. Whenever um, Pearl's mom starts to speak her personal truth to Pearl about. She sort of alludes to the fact that Pearl has harmed somebody in the past. She does. And we don't know exactly who. Nope. Do you think it's her? No, 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 it's not. Okay, anyway, no. I was going to go on a fan theory. But anyway, so, uh, so, she, so things escalate. They get into like a physical altercation. And uh, Pearl backs up her mother to the fireplace and where she is set ablaze Which was unintentional, just so you all know. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to happen, but it happened, I guess. Do you, what do you want to call this? Like, um, to her advantage? Serendipitous? <laughs> was, it for Pearl, was it serendipity for Pearl? <laughs> for Pearl, yes. And so <laughs> she puts out the fire with scalding hot water. John, when she threw <laughs> that corn water on her mom, I was like, what? I was like, okay, yeah, extinguish, but making it worse. <laughs> she literally threw boiling water on her burning mother. Yes, and so uh, Pearl... Tosses her while mom her dad is watching helplessly and can say nothing can say nothing at all. He is a silent witness to everything. So she tosses her like 
very like mortally wounded burned mother down the basement, which we see from X. She doesn't toss her down, John. She drags her while her head hits every step <laughs> on the way down, which clumsy. makes it worse. Yeah. And her charred skin is very disgusting. John, she drags uh, her body down them stairs with yeah. literally no resolve. She said, I don't care how much it yeah. hurts, girl. But she's got to get out of this house right now. And so she leaves her dad at the dinner table and bicycles into town looking like the Wicked Witch of the West. That is where it comes in. You know the change has fully happened at this point. Thank you for stopping me earlier because I forgot that is where the movie turns where you're like, oh, She's she's past the point it's of said, no return. It's a it did. And it was amazing. And so Great. she she goes back to basically her only friend in existence, which is the projectionist. She doesn't even know. And she goes into his arms and they sleep together that night and they wake up in the morning. And she's like, today I have my audition and everything's going to be great. And this is the day my life changes. Can I tell you this, though? When she gets out of bed and she scrambles to her clothes, I'm like, oh, she has a conscience. She just remembered what happened. She was mm-hmm. in the heat of the moment. Not you the think case. She's, she, you think she's putting her clothes on to race back home. And the guy's like, where are you going? She's like, I have to practice. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Priority one is <laughs> her ticket out of here. <laughs> Um, and so she's like, he's like, um, can I take you home at least? It's going to take you forever to get back home on the bicycle because he's got a car. And uh, they, she is in this romance with him. He, they are in a convertible car going to the farmhouse and she sees a man walking on the road. Who is in army uniform. An army uniform with a mask on and it may or may not be somebody she knows but it kind of is a precursor to oh the boys are coming home it's not her husband but it's like oh like it is foreshadowing it's like uh, clearly army people are coming back to town and, and the clock's ticking on my husband coming back uh so she she gets back home and she uh the guy come the projectionist comes inside with her and things just don't seem right right away no not at no. all. And the projectionist knows this. Yeah. <laughs> she takes him upstairs and starts macking it with him. All of a sudden, you hear thumping. Thumps. Thump, thump, thump. And the projectionist is like, hey, uh, shouldn't we check on that? And she's like, no, 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 no. And she keeps trying to kiss him. He's like, we need to go downstairs. But not before he says, what's wrong with you? It could be your dad. Yeah, because yeah, she introduces him to, yes. to her dad earlier in the wheelchair. It's like, this is my daddy. And he's like, OK. And he sees a couple of other red flags through the house. Weird stuff. The dropped corn on the ground, which is weird. She said, oh, it's my dog. Yeah. And like the, the also the 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 maggot laden uh, pig that the in-laws left on the porch has never Still been picked there. up. So, yeah, there's things that are kind of weird and creepy. And so he finally is just like, you're being weird and um, what's wrong with you? And then she starts to flip. And well, yes, yeah. she doesn't just flip. Yeah. So what happens is he's like, what's that noise? What's that noise? And she goes, oh, it's my dog. So he's like, OK, cool, cool, cool. She's like, let me show you the barn. So she goes into the barn. She starts introducing the projectionist to all the animals. They're her and best audience. They're her best audience. And he's like, oh, and she starts naming off these animals specifically because they have names. She gives them all names. And he's like, oh, what's your dog's name? And Pearl goes, we don't have a dog. The and jig is like, up right there. He's like, oh, but you said there was a dog in the basement. And she knows what she did. John, take it away. <laughs> well, she's like... <laughs> She's suddenly just like, okay, well, that's a blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, okay, well, you have a lovely rest of the day. I'm going to go. And she's like, what? She said, why'd you get so cold on me? She calls him out and she's speaking the truth and she's reading behavior signs and she is livid. She starts screaming at him. Like, why would you leave me if you liked me? And you're never going to take me to Italy because he was like promising Italy. And he's like, obviously, that's never going to happen because he, too, lives in a fantasy. But he's also not a murderous sociopath. No. And he literally says, 
because you're scaring me. She says, yeah. why are you leaving? He says, because you're scaring me, Pearl. And it's a moment but the, this actor is very good. Yeah. And the moment that he says, like, immediately, he's not so much of a douchebag as much as a soon to be victim. Because like he's someone like, who knows. Like, he's like, I feel unsafe and you're scaring me. And then she just sort of lets him go <laughs> at first. And then he gets into his car, his convertible car, and starts uh, rolling down the pathway. And oh, wait, no, no, he starts to turn on his car. And we see in the background um, Pearl picking up a pitchfork. He and becomes she, Mr. Goose. Yeah. So he is Mr. Goose at this moment in time because she pops around, starts screaming at him and then pierces him in the chest with the pitchfork. And then he starts trying to drive away. And, <laughs> and she's just right there waiting for him. She just follows him down and takes care of the job. He tries to drive away. I don't know how he gets out of the vehicle. I think he I don't know what that was. But then she stabs a pitchfork through his head. Yeah. And then later you see, I guess it's is it later or is it at this moment where she pushes the car, which you see in X, by the right. way, I'm glad that they actually um, I'm it's so whenever, glad that they filled that up. Yeah. So like, yeah. So he uh, he put she pushes the car with him in it into the alligator pit. Basically, and Theta is the name of the alligator. Theta, the oh, alligator yeah. shows up and drags the projectionist away. He doesn't have a name. He's literally called the projectionist. Right. And uh, and then that's whenever the her sister in law. Oh, no, no. It's time to go to the audition. Right. Oh, this is where yeah. John Things get sad. Actually, yeah, really sad. <laughs> but uh, so she goes to the church where the um, where it's all supposed to go down. The audition, oh, the dance audition. Wait, she kills her dad first. She kills her dad first, but that's all. First, she goes back inside. She she's suffocates like, her dad off screen, by the she's way. She's like, you got to go. She's like, I'm so sorry. I love you. She gives no him one's a kiss. Taking, no one's keeping me down. No, I'm a caged bird and I'm about to be freed. Which is funny so, because there is a caged bird as she is. There's yeah. a caged canary. Visual metaphors. But you want to know what I love about that? You know, mm -hmm. they used canaries in mines to let people know when poisonous gases were coming up and the canaries right. would die. And guess what? That canary is going full ham in the cage while Pearl is murdering her dad. So we were talking about how the bird in the cage represents this canary in the cage as being like, yo, yo, yo. Uh, you're all about to die. And um, which is what Pearl does. Pearl murders her dad. And then she rides her little bike. Her do 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 do. She rides her bike to the church where she's going to audition for that dancing troupe. She's going to get it. But and her sister-in-law is there it. as well. Yes. Her beautiful sister-in-law, Mitzi. Who uh, basically undermines Pearl in a way um, to get the role. But Pearl has her moment. Pearl has her moment. And here's what I want to say, which I thought was so cool, how they tied X into the movie. So when we first initially watched X, I thought it was I thought it was called X because of the pornographic nature of it. But maybe and maybe that's it. But when she steps on the X on that stage, it is yeah. that white X that represents yeah. the title of the movie. And I said, what a tie in. Yeah, so she hits her mark, which is an X on the stage and tape. And so it's, yeah. and then the delusions begin. Yeah, she has her big giant fantasy like USO girl dancing with the soldiers moment. And she is doing all her things with the biggest smile in the world. And at the end of it, she's like, I've got this. And then the guy's like, sorry, I don't think this is for us. He, he literally <laughs> she said, but I did all my best dance moves. And he goes. Well, yeah, you were wonderful, but we wanted more of an all-American girl, someone more look. blonde. It's her look. And someone her blonde. And it's like, why invite these girls if you only want a blonde person? Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Because they it's have like, to. They have to audition and make it seem fair. But it's like you were after one person. But Pearl like, danced so her fucking ass she off. She did. But reality comes to be like, this is how this works. And we were looking for a look, not really a talent. So and her sister-in-law very much fits that blonde hair, oh, blue eye situation. She fits the bill. She is very Aryan. Yeah. Um, and so 
she is sobbing outside the church. Devastating. Like, they have to drag her out of the church and she's sobbing. She is a complete and utter psychopath sobbing. Like her sobs are not sad at that point. They are scary. The way Mia Goth is like crying. I'm like, she's terrifying. John, I thought the same. And I was like, girl, it's you, it's time to calm down. But there's nothing calming her. And yeah. then Mitzi. Rolls around the corner after her audition, which takes place Officer immediately after. Yeah, so officer ride home, which is always dangerous. You never want to be in Pearl's house. Do you not um, want to be near Pearl? Yeah. So they get back home and uh, Mitzi notices the maggot laden hog too. And she's like, is she that a hog? I thought that was so... <laughs> John, I honestly, because it's cool that Hog represents the rot that is continuing to happen with Pearl. Yeah. As those maggots fester. And I was yeah. like, that's cool. Because then you already know Mitzi's like, is that our pig? Yeah. And it, like, is it most definitely is. Rotted. Yeah. And but Pearl's inside and she's very sad. And so she has like a glass of lemonade, basically. No, it's milk. I oh, thought milk. it was lemonade. And I was like, John, why is I don't know what the milk represents, but why milk? Right, right. But um, uh, so, uh, so she, uh, wait, in X, does she invite she, herself in for lemonade or milk? Lemonade, which I thought it was lemonade. If you go back and watch, it's milk. Mitzi pours a glass of milk. Yeah. And which so, I'm like, hmm? Interesting choice. So she, uh, so Mitzi is like, what's wrong, Pearl? She Tell said, me you can all try about it, out. it. Yes, thank you. Keep going. And so Pearl immediately is like, well, okay. And then goes into this nine to 10 minute monologue that we've already referenced. That Such is Such a great moment in this movie. I, not just in this movie, but this is a moment in cinematic history. In my opinion, I John, feel like I this agree. is going to go down as one of like the best scenes in a movie of all time. Monologues, it performances change. I was shook. I said she did it. She did it. And the whole time these tears were falling. But then you see all these different emotions happening within it. And you're like, what It goes through peaks? It goes through valleys. And so after her initial like tears coming down. They start to dry up as she goes into different subjects. And I was like, okay, so she was crying in the beginning and she kind of lost it through the monologue. But then those tears start coming back and the emotion wells up once more. And I'm like, this is talent. Mia Goth is amazing. She is through a horror slasher genre film. She has she like solidified herself as like a top tier actress with major chops. I don't, I'm not kidding. I know there's greats that came before her, but this is on a next <sighs> level. There's snot coming down. John. There's real emotion coming out. It Bookers. is wild. It is so crazy to me. And this is like my favorite part of the whole movie. I mean, we're talking, we're talking misery levels of like, this is acting this it's, is acting. This is acting. And God, it's, it's so good. It's one shot, nine whole minutes. And once it once she's done with it, once she speaks it her truth to Mitzi, dude, who, Mitzi is like, I've got to get out of here in the safest way possible because Pearl confesses to murdering her mother and father and the projectionist and, and doing terrible, terrible more. things and alludes to more people within her speaking her truth and she's like is that okay basically and mitzi's like mitzi's in a yeah. bear trap she's like cool okay i'm out in the middle of nowhere i've got a car and i've got to get out of this house and she tries she John, really really tries it was them hills girl you should have tightened <sighs> those ribbons higher so after all of that mitzi tries to back off as much as possible in the kindest way to not trigger Pearl, but it doesn't work. Because Pearl says, I'm really happy for you. I'm glad you got the part. Right. And Mitzi says, but Pearl, and I actually believe Mitzi. I don't think Mitzi got the part. 
No, but she, I feel like, I feel like she was trying to dissipate the situation because Mitzi is like, I didn't get the part. And then she's like, you don't have to lie to me. She, yeah. She said, don't lie. But the thing is, is Pearl's going to believe whatever she wants because she needs to right. find a scapegoat. She needs to find a reason to act on her emotions and act on her murderous anger. I truly and rage. don't believe Mitzi got the part. Mitzi, she was like, Pearl, I, I didn't. Think she, yeah. I think Mitzi's lie. And I, I'm glad that you caught that because I feel like Mitzi's lie was. I did get the part. She like, said, I, oh, I did. Oh, totally got the part, just like you want to believe. That's where yeah. she went wrong. And that she leads been to... Like, Pearl, I didn't get it. I'm not lying. Yeah. But she didn't. She played into Pearl's already... She played into Pearl's delusion and anger. And Pearl yeah. said, oh, here's yeah. Johnny. Yeah, so she takes an axe as, like, Mitzi's trying Mitzi's to walk running, away. Running. Then she starts to run as soon as she sees Mitzi, um, I'm sorry, Pearl with an axe, walking like a crazy stalker at her. And she's like, help, help. No one's around. She, no one, because they're miles away from any civilization. It's one, it's one tracking shot, and it's amazing. She's it's, hacking at her fucking spine yes pearl catches up because she starts to break into a run as soon as mitzi falls on the ground and has to get back up and then she starts hacking at her spine as mitzi is running still she takes three swipes at her until mitzi's on the ground and mitzi's like i'm so sorry she's bleeding to death and she's telling her no 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 and what does she do she proceeds to dismember she chops off her arms. She chops off her, her head. She chops off her legs. John, when she chops her head off, when it splits from the neck, I was like, what? It is gory. It is so violent. And then she wheelbarrows <laughs> those body parts to yeah. Theta. Theta, that's why Theta is giant, because she is eating whole humans by the dozen. The bitch ain't missing no meals. No, that's why she's enormous. But so she also uh, and then she stages her dead father and her burnt to a crisp mother at the table and puts the uh, rotted maggot pig on the as a centerpiece and is fully checked out, fully checked out. But Mitzi has learned a lesson in this moment. And we learn what that lesson is whenever her husband finally comes home from the war. Not Mitzi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pearl's husband Pearl. comes. Oh, Mitzi's lesson was girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Pearl's lesson. Sorry. And so so uh, her husband comes home from the war and is like, Pearl, I'm home from the war. And she's fully snapped. He comes into the dining room, sees the dead mother, the dead father at the dinner table with this atrocious dinner setup. <laughs> and then he looks over at Pearl, who's coming in with a platter of God knows what. And I don't want to know. And she's just like, what's his name again? Hank? Or what's his name? I, Harold? John, I literally. Uh, it's her I, husband from it X. It is. It is from X. I think it, it does it is. start with an H. Yeah, it's her husband from X who, like, obviously makes a choice to stand point, by her. Yeah. Yep. And he looks at her horrified because the look on her face goes on for a while. John, as those credits roll and she her facial expressions, she's trying to figure out what emotion she has. As she's crying and this maniacal smile on her face. John. Yeah. Those final moments, the credits rolling at this. I was like, um, it's like four minutes of Mia Goth as Pearl being like, welcome home. And she's holding like this, like a smile on her face with all of this other emotion coming through. There's snot coming down she's basically sobbing with a smile on and it's disturbing john she had literal and that's a that did not look like cgi she had literal boogers coming out of her nose she is doing a performance her mother was burnt to a crisp dead her father's dead her husband's standing there looking at this nightmare scene and his wife is like hey babe welcome home and so it's it's bonkers, it's wild, it's disturbing, and that's the end of the movie. And it's um it's a masterful horror film. It's a masterful drama. It's a masterful performance by Mia Goth. It's the directing is really amazing. The value is super high. But Travis, what did you think? I know Listen, we we did it while we're talking about it, but we did. But I'm gonna tell you this and. 
Out of 10? Out of 10 Mr. Gooses. Yeah. Out of 10 Mr. Gooses, I'm not kidding. I actually am giving us a 10. This, I would, yeah, I John, would agree. Yeah. This is an origin story that I want. This yes. is a 10, in my opinion. There's not yeah. one thing about this movie that it's I can It's also fault. like how it, like it's so often people try to do like villain protagonists. This does it so well. Like you, they knew that we're not going to be able to really sympathize with Pearl, but we can understand at least paint a picture with where she's coming from. I didn't even give X a 10. John, she's this not, is a 10. Yeah, she's not forgivable. She's not ex- exonerated. She is an evil, evil person who's just murderous by nature. And I think it was just executed really, really well. And it's a 10 to, for me. I'm not kidding. This is like a literal perfect movie, in my opinion. It is. I don't like care what anyone says. By, an, in, by standards, yeah. the storytelling, the, the cinematography. The music, the, the acting. The acting. The geese. John. The geese. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, just stylistically, even down to the casting of that cow. It looked like a cartoon. John, and I'm I like, thought that cow was so cute. I want to so give it adorable. kisses too. I said, she gives it, she gives it a kiss on those. And it's like adorable. But it anyway, actually is adorable. That's like, like the <laughs> only redeeming quality is that she loves her cow. Even yeah. though she does have a moment, she's like, stop staring at me. Yeah, she can turn on anything at any time. And it's amazing. It was so good. So, 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 so good. 10, Mia Goth a 10, story writing, cinematography, literally. Yeah. Do not go into this movie. To me, it's not scary. It is not a horror. This is a deranged film with some gore in it. But you are literally watching the breakdown, a a breakdown that started at birth. And you're watching the actual collapse of a mind. And you're also watching the beginning of Mia Goth being an Oscar contender every single year. Dude, like if it's not for this one, if if she doesn't nominate it, I understand because of the genre, whatever. But uh, Mia Goth will be winning every single Oscar from here on out. Like, John, this is now a Mia Goth stand podcast because yeah. I swear to God, I am actually obsessed with her at this um, point. It's ab- it's absurd. It's crazy. It's like, how do you go there? We don't see this often in actresses. And Mia Goth has got that. She has it. Everyone, I'm not kidding. Pearls it. Yeah. Get pearls honestly, it. Clutch your pearls. Hashtag pearls it. Pearls it. Or, you know, it's, uh, some people like to put them up their butts. True. And we don't kink starter, shame here. Starter beads. Well, the critics agree. It's a 90% tomatometer and an 82% audience score. That's fine. And the audience, that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to disparage. Sure, because people don't like gore, actually. And my experience with talking to people about movies People shy away from horror and gore and slasher because they're too squeamish. And Which that's is all... so weird because Saw <clears throat> was so successful and it was all true. body horror. True. But I mean, like this is this is like a prestige horror movie. And I so love good. this this sort of clash of these two different things. That Pearl might be one of my favorite movies. It's so good. So, so good. I can't wait for Maxine to come out. Ty West, call us. Dude, I am not <laughs> shitting you. Yeah, this was this is like actually. Yeah. And I'm not just I could not wait to talk to you about this, John, because I was I hoping you felt the same way. No, I was like, I'm not I, I was like very silent because I don't want to like start going off about how much mm-hmm. I loved this movie, but it's good. And if it's perfect, if you haven't checked it out, like you can um, I'm sure you'll be able to like rent it at some point, but you can buy it right now at VOD. Um, but Travis, perfection. You know what else is perfection? Us. Us. We did two movies. We did two episodes per week for the month of October, and it's Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone, please. This is Be a, safe. a magical Halloween for me, by the way, doing this with me Travis. Too. Yeah. No joke. I'm not kidding. It has, it's I fantastic. Yeah. And um, so anyway, our call to action is like, comment, subscribe, follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast at Mean Girls Interrupted. Uh, And so go to MeanGirlsInterrupted.com to find out how to contact us there or just email us at uh, MeanGirlsInterrupted at gmail.com. 
follow us at MGI podcast and Twitter and uh, give us a follow and uh, do all this stuff. But ultimately, go watch Pearl. Get spooky. Get ooky. And if you have a negative opinion of Pearl, keep it to your damn self because we won't be hearing it. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell us about it and we will fight you on this one. I won't. I will ignore. I will literally ignore. I will open the email. (laughs) I will open the email and I will immediately sign you up for every spam phone call I can. Yes, do it. So challenge accepted. But Travis, I really do enjoy being here with you every week. It's amazing. It's my favorite time of the week. Me too. I know these are special Halloween extra long episodes, but I don't care. Me neither. This, these were very great movies tonight. We uh, just did Barbarian. And so if you haven't listened to that, go do fantastic it. Fantastic movie. Also fantastic. I loved watching these movies. I think we ended on a super high note and I truly could not be happier that I this know. is the Halloween would, that we get. Yes, because it would have been bad if we were watching Halloween ends oh. on Halloween. John, imagine and if our final first one kill. Would- Imagine if it was Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, God. We got those out of the way, and we really treated ourselves to some goldenness. We, we did. Anyway, play us on in the background on Halloween. Love you guys, and we'll see you at the movies. Roll the credits, you rotted pig. Roll the credits.